Hi Angels. If you've ever wondered what makes you special, what makes you the unique, magical being that you are, we've created something for you. The Soul Guide is a map of your being. It's a magical blueprint that illuminates why your soul chose to be here, now, at the birth and the dawn of the Aquarian Age. Each soul guide is roughly 70 to 80 pages in length, and it's individually created based on your unique astrology and design. This guide can't be replicated because your birth chart won't be recreated for thousands and thousands of years. Each guide is as rare and as magical as you. To order yours, go to www.thecosmiclaundry.com and use code COSMICPODCAST for 20% off today. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Cosmic Laundry Podcast, a place where we explore modern spirituality in all of its forms. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon, and I'm here to guide you on your journey into learning more about your soul's path. I am a social worker, astrologer, and human design guide, and I love to share new ideas, new information, and deeper wisdom with you all, especially as I'm on this path and learning everything with you by your side. So join me every Friday as I open space and explore topics and ideas that will support you in understanding yourself and the world better. Welcome back to another episode. I know that it's been a couple of weeks. I'm really just chilling, you know? I've been in a chill, wintry type mood. I (laughs) said to someone yesterday that I feel like since I've come back to Canada, it's like someone put me in a freezer. (laughs) Like I need to be de-thawed and that's really, really how I feel. So Things have been slow moving. Honestly, this whole year, this whole like Saturn return and post-Saturn return really feels like my everything is thawing. Like I'm just moving so slow and it feels so good. But um, we've got lots to do over here at the Cosmic Laundry. So I'm going to work on picking it up for you all. Um, Today's episode, I sat down with a friend of mine. Uh, Lindsay. She is the owner and founder of Enlight Hair. And what Enlight is, is it's a hair powder, essentially like a dry shampoo, but it, it feels like deeper than that. It feels like so much more than just like a dry shampoo business. And one of the things that I love about Lindsay is that she's so intentional. Like, with her beauty routines and the way that she takes care of herself and the way that she takes care of nature and like it's just just such a beautiful blend of like beauty and intentionality and I really feel like the way that Lindsay approaches beauty is how beauty is kind of meant to be in terms of really about enhancing that natural beauty and connecting to the earth in the way that we uh do our beauty rituals. So her hair powders are how her business got started, but she started to kind of branch out into other things. She has the hair wrap 
oh my god, I can't remember what they're called. The Sways, I think that's what it's called. Where it's like the heatless hair curling ribbon. She sells those. I love mine. I use it all the time. If you see me with curly hair, that's what I used. Um, and now she's starting to do hair rituals, which is so exciting because I just love making anything and everything sacred. But personally, I really believe that beauty is sacred. I really believe that beauty can be a path to spirit. It can be a path to God. And learning how to ritualize some of these things that we do on a daily basis is a spiritual practice. So I want to just dive into this episode. We call we cover all things hair. We talk about Lindsay's background, about her um, kind of dark night of the soul, how she woke up, these different things. And then we talk a little bit about spiritual business. So there's a little something for everybody in this episode. So let's just jump into it. I'm really excited. Hope y'all are having a great week and we'll chat soon. I am so excited to get into this, especially when you started talking about some of the things that you want to talk about today. But before we get into like the hair and hair rituals and all of the work that you do, I would love because I don't even think that I've heard like the full story of how you got into this. I know a little bit. I know some of the pieces that we've already talked about, but I'm so curious about what drew you into working with hair in this way and um, how you made that shift. Because I know a lot of people are in the same boat as you were, you know, before wanting to start a, a more soul led business and not knowing how to do that. Mm -hmm. So to be honest, it all started out of my own need. So how as it always does. Mm -hmm. How I was responding to my situation, how I was responding to um, some of the choices that I had. Mm -hmm. And so long before I started leaning into doing in light and giving it more attention, I'd been making my own dry shampoo for a really long time because the chemicals freaked me out. And then I had this situation that I call my cosmic shove. Mm -hmm. And my body really revolted against the pace that I was keeping. I was doing too much for too well, for too long. And yeah. it actually wasn't anything that was filling me up. So I was pushing for really no reason. And so when I started to experience what the cosmic shove turned out to be a really um, intense back spasm, and multiple spasms over multiple months where I couldn't sleep at night. I was up in the night, but I couldn't move. Wow. So I'm awake and I'm in pain and I have nothing left except to breathe. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn to breathe and actually connect to my body. I had to start to journal, which were things that I previously really wasn't interested in. Like I didn't have time for those things. Yeah. So this force. What were you doing at that time? For like my work? Yeah, just in everything. Like what was keeping you so busy? I had two kids under the age of four. I was working like, you know, part time, a few days or three days a week as a occupational therapist. Yeah. But in order to get there, I was driving 45 minutes to an hour each way on the highway. 
So my adrenaline was jacked up. There was never enough time. There was always this like heavy pressure Mm -hmm. that I was forgetting something or I was not going to be able to meet whatever demand was currently on the table. That's so real. I think so many people can resonate with that feeling of like, no matter what is on your plate, just always feeling like I'm missing something or there's not enough time. I can't get it all done. Yes, exactly. And so that's part of the reason that I needed dry shampoo was I needed to bend time. And that checks out. Yeah. I needed to make more for myself and, um, then I started incorporating some of those practices when I was stuck, when I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the, actually the turning point of the hair powder program was when I got really comfortable with my chiropractor, I stopped washing my hair for every session I would go in for. And uh-huh. one day I went in, I'm like, I'm sorry, there's six days of hair powder in here. Your fingers are going to have a little bit of like a chocolate tint to them when you like work on my head. Apologies. Yeah. And her response was, tell me more. Can you make me some? Oh my gosh. I love that. It was so kind and so supportive. And Mm -hmm. that is really when I started to realize that maybe what I needed was also valuable to others. Yeah. And I think that that makes so much sense, right? Because what I'm seeing is a lot of women who are in that space that you were in before. And that's the space that I was in before too, as a therapist, when I first started working in counseling, I also had two other jobs because I was just trying to like pay off student loans and do all the different things. Like I was so burnt out. And so Um, I think there's a lot of women, especially in that boat right now of trying to bend time and trying to make space for all of these different things. So all of these products that help women to kind of take one less thing off their plate is so valuable. But I think another thing that I'm really excited about talking about you with today too, is like showing that you know, your, your soul led business doesn't have to be like coaching or tarot cards or things like that. Like I hear a lot of people that are like, I don't really want to work with people one-on-one like that, but I know I don't want to be in corporate anymore. Like this is something you can do. You can create a product that is close to your heart. That's sustainable that, you know, really hits all of your value points and you can sell that instead. It doesn't, your soul led business does not have to be spiritual, intuitive coaching, you know? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where do we want to start? Maybe let's go into the hair ritual first. And then, uh, cause I'm really, really excited about that. I'm excited for you to walk us through kind of your ritual, how you take care of your hair. Cause it's so beautiful and lush and thick, which by the way, has your hair always been that thick or is this, has this been a process? Okay. So my hair was as a kid, amazing, always yeah. so good. And then I slowly started to get into the pool with dyes and yeah. not really realizing how that was affecting my hair. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there were different um, strengths, I guess, or different amounts of damage that could be done. So I started out with amazing hair. And then when I was probably in my 20s, it was like fun. I just want to put a little color in, change a little something. And then eventually I got so deep in the pool that 
my hair started to um, like dry and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. Cause it was so damaged. Yeah. And yeah. so like that has been so many years now of like slowly stepping out of the pool mm-hmm. to, to, you know, embrace many more like natural options. Even if there is a little bit of dye, it's like the gentle or semi-permanent, if any. And yeah. so I'm slowly in like a hair recovery program. I love that. <laughs> I think so many women are. I'm in like a curl recovery program, trying to get my curls back. Um, so I know that that's, so there's something about hair where since the pandemic hair care and taking care of your hair and having these rituals and routines surrounding hair has just really blown up, especially with women in their twenties, which is really, really interesting. And so it's cool to me that we also have businesses like yours that are popping up at this time. Like, I don't know what the astrology would be that would be tied to that. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it would be Venus would be the planet tied to that. Um, But there's definitely something cosmically happening because this is a huge theme that I'm seeing. And it's, I think it's, some of it is like turning, having a moment to turn your energy back. For For sure. Yeah. In or like a moment of a love note to yourself where everything else can just take a minute and yeah. wait for and in this time and space it's actually our care that yeah. is the highest priority yeah so, and then cosmically I love that care is your cosmic antenna Yes. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Let's go into that first and then maybe we'll end and we'll wrap up with the hair ritual. Tell me more about this because I am so excited. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, we're, that's what we're going into. Let's talk about that. So I'd love to hear more. So from the books that I've read and some of the healers that I've had the opportunity to learn from the hair is so much like one of our senses it's you know when the hairs stand up on the back of your neck when something is off or maybe when it's a confirmation that something's really coming in and aligning so Mm -hmm. I just think that like whether it's the hair on your head or any hair on your body there's a connection with the energies that are around us and also I do think that hair can hold some of the energies that we experience Mm -hmm. so in that way um you know, if you had an unfortunate event or something happened, I would really recommend washing your hair, like refresh, reset, move it out. And that's the mindful hair wash where your intention is the magic. I love finding the magic in the little moments that are already happening. It's like a treasure hunt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's also why so many people cut their hair like after a breakup or after you know something really hard and heavy yeah and also I think when they're looking for transformation or when they're looking for you know boundaries sometimes yeah or just something new yeah like think of bangs like there's your boundary and you're wearing it on your face oh yeah that's so cool I never thought of it like that but yeah and I feel like the way that people style their hair tells tells you a lot about them, right? Like you can get a lot about someone's vibe based on how they wear and style their hair. Absolutely. And ha- even like looking back at photos of myself, 
knowing where I was in stages or confidence or what was happening in my life. There's times where I'm like, wow, my hair was pulled back so tight because I really needed to control as much as I could because everything else was not in my control. And so it's so interesting. It's like, can we let it flow? Can we bring that relaxing? It's, and sometimes that's not also what we need. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, no, I need this. I need like a tight bun. (laughs) Yes. Um, There's a saying in Hawaii where, you know, women will put their hair in a a bun on top of their head and it's called a tita bun. It's like tita bun and get it done because it's like, yeah, the moment you put your hair up, I don't know what it is, but like piling your hair up on top of your head is just like go mode, you know? Okay. And think of it also as like your cosmic antenna. So you're gathering it. You're like gathering it, like bring it all right through the top. Like right on that top bun, even if it's a half bun, I think it still counts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just one of the ways that I think it's so interesting if we're bringing that mindfulness to like our hairstyles, our days, just mining for the treasure. Where is the meaning in the mundane? In the I moment, love that the intention, right? And bringing this is also why I love businesses like yours because I think there's something really magical about bringing intention and ritual and some sacredness into the things that we do every day, like combing our hair, right? Like taking care of our skin. So, um, yeah, I just think that more and more businesses are going to start to align with some of these values. I think people would also love to know a bit more about Enlight and what is different about your hair powder versus, you know, the, the hair powder that we can get in the store. Okay. So the, mm, okay. So conventional dry shampoos that are aerosols have Mm -hmm. had some airtime lately about some of the really questionable ingredients in them, mm-hmm. like the benzene, the carcinogenic, problematic, all the things. And then a lot of them, like if you look at the back of the ingredients, I think that's the key. So you're going to start being a little more aware of like you're looking for butane, isobutane, propane, those things actually all combine to make, um, what is it called? liquefied petroleum gas. So it's actually the first three ingredients in the can, but all that it's doing is propelling the stuff you actually wanted onto your hair. And so there's a lot of byproduct that can be really harmful to our systems Mm. without us really even knowing. So that's the conventional spray dry shampoo. That's not my favorite and then also alcohols if you're seeing alcohols on any products they're so drying yeah that checks out this makes me sad um so uh, and then the fragrance the fragrance Mm -hmm. is like the hiding place for chemical cocktails right all the smells yeah. yeah all the smells all the really questionable like phthalates and parabens and things that people know to look for now so they just have to hide it. Right. Okay. So the difference um, for Enlight is that my the base of Enlight hair powders is the oil absorbing clays. 
So some of them are for absorption. Some of them are for volumizing and like texture so that you're able to get like your volume to hold. And yeah, that makes sense. Cause I, I was like, this smells, cause I've, I've made my own dry shampoos before. I used to just take baking soda and a little bit of cinnamon to make it like the right color. Um, but I was like, this one smells earthy. Like there's something really earthy in it, but that checks out if it's clay, that is why it literally smells like the earth, like the soil. So it's the gentle clays and yeah. it's the vetiver. Many, not the only one that doesn't have it is Raven, but all of the other shades of light have vetiver. And so I feel like that grounding root oil also combines mm-hmm. with the clays and it comes through. The reason that I ended up putting vetiver in was because I personally need so much grounding in yeah. my life. Wow. So that even that was really intentional of <clears throat> just like, I'm going to bring this in and, and put this in because if I need grounding, then other people probably do too. And it, it turned out that the scent of the grounding vetiver that I loved and the calming lavender that I need, mm-hmm. um, they actually combine really nicely. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. It, so there's lavender in there too. Yeah. So yeah. the way that I think about it is like the vetiver is for the root chakra. And so like, there's my grounding and then I'm Mm -hmm. aligning myself with the lavender for my crown chakra. And then everything in the middle can just shake out and align just like I need it to. I like that. And I, that's, this is what I love. Like, I just love the intentionality behind the, the product, you know, that all of the little pieces that you've thought of when creating it. And again, that's always how I know that someone has a soul at business. Cause it's not just, Oh, I see a market for natural dry, like dry shampoo. I'm just going to create something. It's like, no, there's a story. There's a reason there's purpose behind the why for what you've included and, and how you've created it. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a really beautiful product. And I love the way that it's packaged and I love the branding. Like it's, it's gorgeous. Yes. So shout out to Greer at Align. Mm-hmm. Our girl Greer. She's brilliant. And her co-creation of the packaging has been spot on and so supportive and lovely. I'm so yeah. pleased with how it came out. Um, and then the packaging itself, like the jar. So it's a glass jar that it comes in and a bamboo lid. So Six. at the moment. Sustainable. Yeah. These are, in my opinion, the closest things we can get to using natural product or using like products from nature to make our containers. Mm-hmm. So glass, we can use again and again, and hopefully sometime soon, there will mm-hmm. be refills that I can share for in my hair powders mm-hmm. right now. That'll be great. Yeah, I hope so. So I have... Um, the refillery dreams and there's two sizes of the light so there's the small one and then the large one is kind of like the refill that you can have at home so if you, mm-hmm. when you know that like that's you're using your it a lot mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense I feel like mine's gonna last me a long time because I um I love washing my hair. I actually love the ritual of it. And I feel like I have to reset my hair a lot, but it is so helpful to have on those days where I'm like, I just can't, 
can't do that today, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm like, mine's going to last me a long time, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, okay. There, there's something that I'm thinking about with this too, with like the, earthiness of it the intention the coming back to the body the taking care of your physicality the like those pieces are so virgo and like virgo sacredness virgo ritual but then the the cosmic antenna piece and taking care of our hair from that perspective of like this is you know the the place where you get downloads and insights and where a lot of things can come through that's so pisces so it's really interesting even seeing that dichotomy and that duality in like this in how we take care of our hair how it can show up in such different ways I had never considered the Pisces element because mm-hmm, that it totally would be with with all of the the cosmic antenna stuff, right? And I like to think of too, like I'm always telling people, um, you know, especially if you have an open crown in human design, it's so important to wrap your hair or cover your head if you're going out in public, right? Think of how many teenagers you see out in the world just like with their hoods up or how we all love to wear a baseball hat or I personally love to have a bandana on um, or a toque in the winter you'll always see me with a toque right and it's because doing that covering your head creates such a, a grounding experience and kind of filters out all of the noise and that just makes so much sense like yes it makes sense sense from a crown chakra perspective but it also makes sense from a cosmic antenna perspective I learned so much from you. I love I, it's so mutual. I love every time we chat and you're like, yeah, I'm making like soup for my hair today. I'm like, wait, what? That's a thing. You know, I feel like I, we learn a lot from each other. I love eating for my hair. I love eating or like even drinking. Like if I feel like my hair is dry, like, oh, maybe I'm dry. Maybe I need to drink more. Mm-hmm. So you I use your hair as like a barometer for your health. And how well you've been taking care of yourself. And also I care for it. Like it's its own being. I love that. That is so beautiful. Like what does my hair need? And and granted, this does take a minute sometimes where it's like, okay, I can feel like the season's changing right now. It's getting a little bit more, like my heating is turning on in my house. So it's getting a little drier. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can tell you need a little more oil. I can tell you need a nice mask or what, you know, how my hair is growing is something else that I kind of keep track of. Mm -hmm. How, how long has it been since, you know, because I can see kind of the barometer of my hair growth coming through with my sparkle. I really love those grays. Like, I think they look so beautiful in that spot right there. Thank you. They're gorgeous. So yeah. So that's like, like, how much has my hair grown? Do I need to incorporate a bit more of like those well-fed, like, like well-raised bone broths? So is that, if somebody was like, Hey, I want my hair to be growing. I want it thicker, more lush. Is that what they would focus on is more healthy fats? That is what I like. So I love a bone broth, but Mm -hmm. it has to have, you know, bones from well-raised animals, like grass-fed, pastured Mm -hmm. from the healthy places where they are happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like those are the building blocks for your skin, your hair, your nails. So what you're doing is like giving your body all the things it needs to produce what you want. Mm-hmm. So, it's like the foundation or the building blocks. Yes. 
Yeah. What are some of the other things that you do to take care of your hair and just to take care of your well-being in general? Okay. So well-being, I feel like that's where I start with breath. I'll always like, even, you know, you're on in the car, something's happened wherever you are. For me, I have young kids. So sometimes like a breath is really all I need Mm -hmm. or all I have time for. Mm -hmm. And so that is where the five count box breath came in. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're going to do with the ritual today, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. And it's on the back of every and light hair powder, the instructions for the five count box breath. Hmm. And then the cards that come out when I send them are usually a visual of the five count box breath. So that's a tool that I use to literally reset myself in a minute Hmm. where, and sometimes it takes a few rounds. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Hey, I need to do another round of this. Yeah. Yeah, I just keep going till it's worked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. But that's how I kind of manage my needs in moments. Mm-hmm. And then there's ways that I manage my needs when I have more time or when I can make more time. So mm-hmm. I love being outside. I'm grateful to live near the forest. And so I can go for walks and do my breathing out there or just, you know, it's like that forest bathing um, that everything in the forest, I feel like is so magical and so beneficial. I agree. That- Chantal and I, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but Chantal and I were headed out to Kananaskis to the Nordic spa a couple of days ago. And as we were driving out, we like, obviously we're driving past these forests and all these trees and it had just snowed. And I was like, I just want to go like burrito up and just lay in there. Like there's something about just laying in the forest, especially when it's snowed and you have that like thick layer of like padding that blanket underneath you it is the best feeling in the world and I just immediately was like that would be so relaxing right now because yeah there is something just so magical about the forest especially I find obviously being in nature anywhere but especially here in Canada where we have these giant trees that are just like so old and so wise and have so much wisdom to share there is something really deeply mystical about being out there Mm -hmm. I feel you yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so those are like my main Mm go-to like short time long time And then depending on the day, sometimes I will do a shorter combing ritual to close a day or to release a day. Do you do Um, them every day, a combing ritual? No. No, but just when you feel like you need on an as needed. As needed basis or you always full moon and new moon. Yeah. Okay. So definitely I'll be doing, or like in those three day periods where Mm -hmm. A little more fluid yeah happen um but for the new moon I always feel like it's a reset it's like yeah. me going into this next cycle how do I make sure that I'm fresh and ready mm. and then at the new at the full moon it's how am I helping myself release whatever needs to go gotcha so 
because I know we talked about, and we'll go into this when we go into the ritual, ritual, but you talked about combing one way and then sometimes combing the other way. So is that the switch is like, depending on if you're calling in or calling out? No, I do it the same, no matter what time of the season, like the moon is in, or even at the end of the day, like to go to comb out, I'm always combing counterclockwise. Gotcha. And that's just for every combing ritual. They're all set up the same. And then when I do the comb in, I'm combing clockwise. Gotcha. So it's always the same every single time. It's the same. It's just, that makes it easy. It's way easier that way for me too. Yeah. It's just sort of, I'm framing my ritual for hair and then usually my wash, um, kind of more towards whether the moon is rising, like waxing or waning. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Let's get into the ritual. I'm really excited to learn this. Okay. So, um, first things first, I totally need to, um, how do I say, send gratitude to my mentor who helped me learn the hair ritual. So sending gratitude to Roxy Jane Hunt for sharing the combing out and combing in ritual. Mm and for her encouragement to pass it on. So the first thing that I love to do, I feel like it's, this is the seal. This is how I start a hair ritual. So you could, you know, get your comb, get your oils. You can create a space, a pocket for yourself by lighting a candle, or you can do some breath work, which is what we're totally gonna do. So the five count box breath is, my favorite and so but I have a little twist on it so it's five to inhale five to hold at least five to exhale so sometimes you can like get a few more exhale counts in there if you really need a bit more decompression or if that's what your body's asking for mm-hmm. and then hold for five and, and then so do that's again. one round yes okay so um make sure you have your oil so whatever oil you're using, um, I always love jojoba because it's so close to like the natural oils that our hair makes. And so jojoba though, I store it in the fridge. So oh yeah, I see it out, just a little dropper with your jojoba is helpful. Um, I also love olive oil. So it's like stuff I'll put on my skin. It's the good stuff in the back of the cupboard that you would use for your salad dressings. Yes. The fancy olive oil is the olive oil that I would use for hair ritual. Um, And then today I'm going to use rosehip seed oil. I love rosehip oil. Mm -hmm. My favorite. It's like a, a miracle oil, I swear. And I feel like there's like the flower essence in there. And then, yeah like all around this was the one that called to me this morning I love that so I've got my oil I've got my comb and so you can use any comb you like I would recommend a wide tooth comb because that way you're moving a lot of hair in a lot of directions and it's just going to make it smoother for your hair to roll through and also if you check the bottom of your wide tooth comb um if they're like a gentle bottom, it's going to make your scalp sing. Mm. So part of this is about the energetic moving of energy. And then also um, like the physical joy for the scalp. I love that. 
I love the idea of, of thinking about like, I'm going to start thinking about my hair in that way as it's like its own entity. What would make it happy? What would not make it happy? Yay. I love it. Okay. So um, we're going to like do the prepare. So you've got all your things. You either light the candle or close the door to your, or your space. Mm -hmm. And we'll do a five count box breath. So we'll go five to inhale. Five to hold, five to exhale at least, and then five to hold. And so the start is a little bit of oil on the ends. And I like to apply my oil from my ears down. So I don't, it depends on your scalp and what your scalp loves. My scalp doesn't seem to need any extra oil. So I just kind of do it wherever it feels ready. And the trick too with the oiling is um, to think of it as also a strategy to prevent um, like static as you're moving your comb or brush through a lot, a lot of times. It's mm -hmm. just giving it a little bit of a seal for the ends. So I will, I always like to start with a center comb and that's like my starting point my baseline and so this for the combing out we are going to comb from the front to the back and then starting from the left to the right so we're, that's how we're going to start making the counterclockwise circle and so as you're combing out this is a time when you can think about combing out any any things you're ready to let go of. Maybe it's an energy that you experienced or an emotion. Maybe it's like still a residue of like a sickness or cold that's gone through your body. That you just wanna be like, let any of that extra energy go. Could be the events of the day or the week. Um, okay, and then so as we go through the trick, from the combing from your nape of your neck all the way to your forehead is to really let your hair go all the way forward. Okay. Um, so think of the comb gliding over each area of your scalp and really taking like slow and gentle strokes as it's moving. So that's part of the moment that you make for yourself, I think is the slowness and the time, mm -hmm. and also the idea that you are feeling every stroke and every part of your scalp that might not always get attention. Mm -hmm. This is a love note to your hair, to your scalp, and I feel like to your energy because you're calling in your love and your light and pouring it right back on yourself. Isn't always. So the thing I like to do with any hairs that come out. So first of all, we're going to think of them as like things that we no longer need to carry with us. So instead of freaking out, like oh, I a lot of hair came out, just being like, hey, I didn't need these, I can release. Need to carry abundance mindset. That's right, and the cycle will continue, and those will come out, and then fresh ones will regrow, mm -hmm. um, and then gathering them to make a little offering at the end. 
whether it's a release outside or out the window or I have heard of lots of people burning theirs it's not mm-hmm. my favorite so I just release it out the window yeah that smell is awful yeah yeah so with the combing out I usually like to do three rounds at least you know time dependent let's say I really need to move through I'll probably do three but if I'm going to do you know like say I've got a minute or a lot of minutes Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do a hair ritual and then have a bath um, maybe it's a few more Mm. So, so the combing out is front to back, left to right, nape of neck to the front, and then right to left. Gotcha. Resetting to the middle. And then when we reset, when we've done those rounds for combing out, when it's all released and, you know, things are feeling out, um, then I love to do another five count box breath because it just resets to the center. Do you want to do it? I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do it. Okay, so five to inhale, five to hold, five to exhale, and five to hold. And then it closes that time, and we can move into the combing in phase. Mm-hmm. So, this I love to think of like this is where you're calling in any of the things that you want to see or feel opportunities um, goals that we're working towards things that we're working on Um, and so this is what I would start with the comb to the center again just to reset my hair so it's going the same direction and then the right to left combing to start my clockwise combing in circle and then make the neck moving like home like slowly but you know with purpose through my hair and then left to right I'm doing that you know a few times as many times as you feel you need it's really like a meditation. It's its own meditative activity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can feel something happening with the comb on your scalp. You can feel your hair moving. The breath is moving through the body. And there's like this, I don't know, there's this singing that happens mm-hmm. with my scalp where it's like, it feels so loved. I'm so happy after. And if I think Mm -hmm. of this as like where my hair grows from, this is just creating joy in my scalp for my hair to grow through. Mm, I like that. It reminds me of when I was a kid and my mom would, she would always make these like hair tinctures out of like eggs and olive oil and all these things. And I remember hating that part because I didn't like the texture and the smell and the whatever of these masks, but I loved the scalp massage she would give before she put them in it like it reminds me of that feeling or like when you go to a hairdresser and you get the scalp massage right it's it's such a tender part of the body that doesn't get a lot of love mm-hmm. especially like especially the sides and mm-hmm. underneath like the, the places where you wouldn't normally maybe fiddle with your hair quite as much 
Yeah. So that, uh, and then to close, I would make sure I got on track here. Um, so I would do close with a little bit of a little bit more oil. So mm. as a way to seal in the intention. So we'll take a moment to kind of feel how the scalp feels, feel the hair with the oil moved through. And then I love an extra drop on the ends just to seal in all of the goodness that I have offered myself and I've offered my hair. And then the final thing is a five count box for us to close up the space. Mm -hmm. So let's go. We'll do five to inhale, five to hold, five to exhale, and five to hold. And then when you gather all your fallen hairs, you can thank them and release. I love this. That's so beautiful. So then how, how long do you leave the oil in? So if I can, I'm leaving it in overnight or a day, sometimes yeah. just 20 minutes. If it's like, Oh yeah. I, you know, forgot to do this last night Yeah, or something probably needs my hair. Do you want and me? then do you like braid it before you sleep? Like how, how do you keep the oils in and keep your hair protected? Okay. I just put a really light towel over top of my pillow yeah. and I don't braid my hair at night because I sleep with an eye mask oh so yeah <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like a headband already yes it keeps it where it's supposed to be and doesn't it does fly around I'm sure but my hair my yeah. eye mask falls off but um the only things that I will do at night sometimes and it wouldn't be on a hair mask day it is to wrap it with the heatless curling ribbon mm. Yeah. For the bend for overnight. Sometimes I will wrap at night to do that. But if it's an oil time, I will just put a towel on and yeah. soak it out. And then in the daytime, that's when I might do a braid or like a low bun, high bun program. Yeah. Um, and just let it soak, especially if it's summer or if you're somewhere hot, put your hair mask in first, your hair oil in first. And then let it warm up. Like you're going to the beach, you let that soak in in like the warmth of the sun. That's a good idea. That's smart. I feel like it penetrates the, the hair. So happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank it's you. beautiful. And thank you so much for coming on today. I just like, we covered everything. We covered the cosmic antenna. We covered eating for your hair. We like hit all of the main bases. And I just was really excited for this because I like, I have really long hair and taking care of it has always been um, a challenge, but also something that I love to do. I've always been a little bit obsessed with hair care. So finding these new ways to do that that are healthy for my hair opposed to what I used to do, which was always curling it and dyeing it and styling it and all these things that really did mess with it. Um, just always excited to learn more. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm grateful oh. to be here. Bye everyone.
thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of our community. If you want to help us to grow, you can share this episode on your Instagram, share it with your friends. If you do that and you tag us so I can see it, I would love it. I would just be so, I get so happy every time I hear about how the podcast is impacting you. Really, that's the only thing that keeps me going and keeps me creating with the podcast because it is so much work sometimes, but I just love hearing from you. And if there's any guests that you want me to have on the podcast, any topics you want me to cover, just reach out to me, send me a DM and we will add it into the content list. Hope you guys have a great week. Bye everyone.